My name's Sam and I run a small niche perfume brand here in the UK. Join me for one week on a badly recorded vlog with my iPhone as I try to sell my perfumes at a pop-up shop in a shopping center in the middle of London. In this video, you can join me, see what it's like to sell perfumes for a week and ultimately find out how much I made at the end of it. So I paid 250 quid or something for the shelf. I can't remember the exact number. Hopefully I'll actually make the money back that I spent on the shelf. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, whatever, we'll see what happens. Anyway, the plan is to go to this pop-up shop that I've rented a shelf at and I'm gonna have the perfumes there for a week. I'll try to be there, well, as much of the time as I can. It was a little bit awkward because I don't actually live in London at the moment. Um, this is awkward because well, it takes me a while to actually get into London. It takes me a couple of hours. Um, and it also means I have to carry all of these perfumes into London. Um, and it means I have to buy train tickets and things like that, which is kind of expensive. So it's not ideal. But then, I mean, London's a good location probably to sell perfumes. So uh, we'll see how it goes. It's like pretty much 1am. I need to get up at 6. I'm going to have like, I'm not going to get five hours sleep because I'm a terrible sleeper. So I'm probably going to get like, three three hours sleep honestly i need to get the car to the station get a train into london get a tube carry all these perfumes and hopefully make it not too late so that they don't uh, tell me off you can see what it's like to try to sell perfumes in a pop-up shop all right everyone it is 10 to 8 so i finally actually made it and i am about to drive to the station obviously the train isn't in that long because i mean did you really expect me to be really honestly Alright, so I'm now in Tesco's car park. So I did the rest of the day, the place. Um, honestly, it was pretty fucking bad. Like, <laughs> as in it wasn't bad, like anything bad happened. Um, but it was basically empty. That was the thing. I think there were like 20 people that I saw in the shop coming the whole day. So, yeah, overall, I managed to sell one guy a reed diffuser uh, who was looking for Christmas presents for his wife. So, um, I guess it's better than nothing, right? It's all right. But continuing at this rate is definitely not good, or like not worth. Um, so yeah, anyway, I stayed till the end, I stayed till six and you know, is what it is. So that is Monday. Uh, I just been to Tesco's, getting my dad some croissants and stuff cause he's ill at the moment. So I thought I would, you know, go get some food for him so he didn't have to come out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back home. I'm really, I'm really fucking tired. I'm not gonna lie. Um, then I'm going to have Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm not going to go into the pop-up. So I'm going to do some other stuff in the business, you know, just do normal work. And then I'm going to go back on Thursday, Saturday and Sunday. At least that's the plan. So. All right, everyone. It's Thursday. I'm coming back for day two. Let's fucking do this shit. Uh, got my suit on today. So I feel a bit better, you know. Got to give those good vibes. So yeah, let's fucking do it. Oh, an update for the two days we're away. So I didn't make any sales from people just walking past the shop. However, 
one of the like staff members or something apparently really liked by virtue of sunbeam so they decided to buy a little bottle of that so i'm gonna say that's a win so that's always a good thing you know so yeah we'll see how today goes all right everyone so today's been going a lot better so far so it's about 3 30 now um in the like we had a lunch rush hour period as in most people come into this shop it seems about lunchtime and i managed to sell four reed diffusers so that's pretty fucking solid um and none of those would have been sold if i wasn't there it was just me like talking to the people you know being a nice person made them want to buy a reed diffuser you know and they're actually a good christmas present so it's fucking good um, and then just before i went on my lunch break i was i found a stool outside and they sold free coffee well they didn't sell it they gave me free coffee and i met some guy in the queue called caleb and this guy absolutely made my day so i started chatting to him so i told him that i had the store so he came in and he started smelling the perfumes he actually absolutely loved the moonlight harvest so he started smelling it. he was like man this is so cool and he loved the stories everything behind the perfume so eventually he went and bought a travel set uh, which is sick but like this guy was so fucking nice man he just had like the best energy he was like a filmmaker from america um and yeah man that guy made my day so that was awesome so anyway now i've done like 100 pounds in sales today which is pretty damn good considering how bad monday was and i still got a couple of hours left um, and someone from youtube said they were going to come in later and see me so yeah we'll see how it goes um i'm excited for that too and hopefully today's going to end on a on a good one Hey guys, I'm here with Zen, who has just picked up a vanilla wood. Um, Unbelievable smell. I put it on about an hour ago. It's still getting sweeter, still getting woodier. Fantastic perfume. Man. I thought it would be worth a lot more than it is. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much you for getting it. No problem. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, I'm here with Shaq. Hey guys, uh, thank you Sam, thank you for having me and spending all the time with me. Um, oh, are you going to be like this? I put the wrong one. <laughs> I, I, I love but the smell of all of them. This guy just came and bought like a vanilla wood. Um, absolutely legend, thank yeah, you so really much. go and increase quite massively the amount of timber silk that we have in the base note so that really is forming uh, the core of the perfume and it's quite a big part of it now i actually went and it is now saturday so i'm going to explain to you what happened for the last few days so um, originally I was planning on coming in to the shop today, Saturday, uh, which isn't happening, and Sunday. But when I was at the pop-up on Thursday, uh, Thursday was actually a pretty good day. And the thing about that location is because it's at St. Paul's Cathedral, which is in the city of London, most of the people around there are like people who work in finance, who are doing their like jobs, and all of the offices around there. But it's not really the kind of place I think you would normally go otherwise in London, especially if you wanted to do your shopping or anything like that. Um... The only kind of reason you'd go is maybe to see the cathedral, but you probably wouldn't really go to the shopping centre that the shop was in. So um, I was talking to people and I kind of worked out that essentially, apparently, Saturday and Sunday would be pretty quiet, so <laughs> pretty terrible for sales. Um, and apparently Friday was would have been good. So I was going to, after Thursday, go in for Friday and hopefully go in and get some more sales um, and be there for the day. Now, what happened in the end was I had so much fucking coffee on Thursday that I was like absolutely like completely hyper and I could not get to sleep until 4am. I was like completely, I just could not sleep. 
So when I woke up on Friday morning, I was a complete zombie. So I could not, I just couldn't. It was like essentially, you know, is it even worth going in to talk to people if I'm just going to be there like, oh, hey man, want to buy a reed diffuser? Oh bro, you know what I mean? Like looking like complete shit. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. It's not really worth it because I'm going to have to buy the train ticket and then I'll be uh, tired for Saturday. So I was like, well, I can at least come in on Saturday. Now, turned out in the end, on Friday when I was at home, um, my grandma got sick. I think she must have got the cold from my dad. So I had to help look after her. Um, so and I had to be, you know, there this morning as well. So I didn't come in today on Saturday either, uh, which is annoying because I said I would. But so like on my schedule, I was like, hey, I'll be on Saturday. But anyway, I wasn't, I'm not in today. Um, I do have another thing which I'm going to go to now. So I don't know if any of you guys know, you may have seen the videos I did with Sarah McCartney. Um, she also knows someone called Harry Sherwood, who some of you guys who watch the channel probably know, but he actually has an online store selling raw materials for perfumery. Uh, really good store, actually. I buy a lot of my raw materials from there. So I would recommend uh, checking that out. I'll put a link in the video description. But today he is opening his own perfumery, which is really fucking cool. And he invited me to come down and go see it. So I'm going to go and see that, um, which is awesome. And we are also doing a collaboration for some new starter kits, uh, hopefully soon as possible, really. It was meant to be done a while ago, but um, they should be released very, very soon, like within the next month um, of this video being published. I was trying to get them done for Christmas, but in the end, it just wasn't possible, uh, unfortunately. Um, so I'm going to go and pick up the first prototype starter kit, um, and we're going to go and see what that looks like, and go and see the new perfumery, so that's pretty, pretty damn cool. Um, so I'm going to do that this afternoon, and then... Tomorrow on Sunday, I am actually going to go back to the shop. So I think it's going to be really quiet. Um, but, you know, fingers crossed. You never know. It may be all right. Um, and I've apparently got someone from YouTube, again, who may come in to see me. And I've got a couple of friends uh, who may come in as well. So I should at least have someone to talk to <laughs> for some of the day. It won't be, like, the most boring thing ever, hopefully. And then I need to pick up the stock at the end of it anyway. So I need to be in there. So, um I've been thinking about like the numbers so far and I feel like we've kind of just about broke even, maybe slightly under, maybe we made a little bit of a loss. So fingers crossed, we may be able to push it uh, into profitability on Sunday, we'll see. I mean, it's kind of annoying, right? Because on Thursday when I was there, I could actually make sales to people being there, you know, when I explained to them about the brand, what it, you know, what it's about, like the stories behind all the perfumes and like, you know, my journey and, and this and that, people get really excited about it. Um, but when the products are just sitting there on their own on the shelf, it's like, I haven't like, they don't generate enough interest on their own to actually go and make their own sales. So for example, I'm pretty sure on Friday, there will have been as many people in the lunch rush hour as there were on Thursday. But the problem is if I'm not there to talk to them, I can't like convince them to go and like pick up a reed diffuser as a Christmas present. They just kind of like walk past it, you know, like anything else. If I go and if I'm there, like, chatting to them and they realise that I'm, like, a nice guy and, like, talking to them and making them feel good about themselves um, and, you know, like, explaining to them, like, it's all handmade and, like, you know, this and that and it's, like, developed and it lasts a long time, this and that, you know, then they're like, oh, wow, and it's only, like, 15 quid, okay, cool, I'll pick one up and buy it. But if the products are just sitting there on their own on the shelf, they just kind of, like, you know, people just, like, poke around and, like, <laughs> they see stuff and that's about it. So... It's good because, you know, you learn stuff from this as well. And one of those things is if you're going to have a stand like this, I guess it depends a bit um, on the kind of person you are. But I think definitely with me, it helps if I'm there to go and make sales. Um, and what I have found is that shop is quite quiet. 
So if I was going to do this again, I wouldn't do it there because I think the location is just too bad. It's too difficult to make the sales. Probably the best thing to do would be to find a better location where I've got like actually a lot of people coming in the shop all the time as opposed to just like, you know, people coming in every now and again. And then me being there all day. And I reckon that way I could actually make like a good day out of it. So yeah, this could be something to do for next year if I can find the right place. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Yeah, so now we need to go to the perfumery because otherwise it's going to get too late. So I've got a nice two-hour drive, which and which is fine. You know, I actually really enjoy driving and it's the sunset. So I don't know if you'll actually see it because it's cloudy. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I need to get a dash cam because then I can take you guys with me. That'll be really cool, right? If you want a dash cam, like, let me know in the comments. I want a dash cam, so I just need an excuse, okay? <laughs> oh, you can come drive with me and then I can chat to you about stuff. Um, so we're going to go see the perfumery. I'll try to video some of it. Um, I don't know. I don't... We'll see. If it's not weird, I'll, I'll video something. Um, or maybe we could say hi to Sarah. I don't know. And then tomorrow, I'll, we'll go back to the store. <laughs> okay, tomorrow, we'll go back to the shop and we'll try to make the best of it and have a good day. So, yeah, we'll see. All right, everyone. We are here with the lovely Sarah McCarty. Say hi. Um, why are we here today, Sarah? We are here today to celebrate the opening of the Harrison Shield. Is it a christening? I don't know. Yes, so we're in a beautiful studio. Harry's just opened his perfumery. Uh, you may know Harry. If they can hear you above the music. If you can hear us above the monkster. Yeah, this is monkster music. So which, like, which is not really a term. Though, yeah. If you like this music, search monkster on Spotify or, or YouTube. Um, so Harry, as you may know, is the owner of Harrison Joseph's or UK, a raw materials store online. It's excellent. I buy a lot of my raw materials from there. So if you guys like raw materials, I'd recommend checking it out. He has now opened up his own perfumery. Yeah. In, uh, well, I mean, now it's open to the public, I guess. Yeah. By arrangement, which is, I guess, not real, not really, not really how you say it. But anyway, if you want to do is, workshops and stuff, um, yeah. So maybe I, do you want to do a tour like after some people have gone for the for YouTube? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay, awesome. I'll get her to a tour later. Otherwise, Sarah is here, and what, what's been going on in your eyes, Sarah? Yeah, some huge Christmas parties we've been making for lots of corporate Yes. Um, you become a corporate slave of the perfume room. Bye bye! And everybody else is leaving. That's fine, that's why I you made me a cocktail. Um, I made, yeah, I did a chocolate chocolate cocktail. I did a rosemary based cocktail for this season. Um, other ones, it's okay. Other ones, making perfume. Making perfume. Uh, running workshops, running workshops. Oh, we're about to announce tomorrow the um, Bulgarian. Uh, oh, perfume. Yeah, is this the one Bulgarian. when we did that collab video a while ago? With the, yeah, the Bulgarian. Um, so material. you're just releasing that perfume now? Uh, no, it's not that. Oh, I'm going. We're releasing the dates for me going to back to Bulgaria. To teach another class. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So How was Bulgaria last time, by the way? Oh, it was yeah. marvellous. What did you get up to when you were there? Oh, smelt lots of roses. Oh, smelt lots of roses. Was it like yeah, in a big field? Lots of roses, lots of, yeah, yeah rose fields, the actual rose fields. Like in summer when it was all actually nice. It was, and not it was horrible, in May when the roses were, were yeah. actually being harvested, we were doing that. Cool. It was covered. Yeah. Lovely. Coverly. Cool awesome. and lovely. That's the word, coverly. It was yeah. coverly. Good stuff. All right, yeah. so I'll probably do another video with Sarah yeah. at some point, guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when, but come I'll come, come over. over. Yeah. And yeah, all right. I'm trying to look yeah. tall. I'm not taller. All right, so I just got to the station. Um, it turns out the train that I was planning to get 
was a train that goes on Monday, not Sunday. They have different schedules, so that was my my bad thing, stupid. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, so I'm pretty tired. I mean, it's probably because I had three coffees again yesterday, but so I didn't sleep very well again. Um, not as bad as the other day. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's still not ideal, you know. Um, probably all the junk food I've been eating this week doesn't help either. I mean, the problem is because I'm out all the time. Like normally, I try to do like meal plans, right? And I try to do something that's healthy, something for gym. Um, but like this week, I'm just like eating whatever. So yeah, the the food probably isn't helping too much either. But anyway, whatever. I'm at the station. There's a train in ten minutes. It doesn't go direct. This train. I have to go and do something else after, like get a bus maybe. So I'm probably going to be a bit late. But you know, whatever. It's going to be hopefully only half an hour late. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'll be at the store for like five hours or something. Hey guys, so I'm with Danny and Evelina. Kimpton's at my stand. Yeah. Um, these guys have been watching Omar from School Sound on YouTube. That's what I found out. Danny's also watching my videos, so thank you for coming. Um, what do you think about my perfumes, guys? Honestly, it's so good. The cherry one, this one, oh, and yeah. this one. She loves cherry fruit. Yes. Move my harvest. I like vanilla wood. Like kind of boozy, woody vanilla. I think that's the name. I didn't pay them to say this as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. So we finished the pop up. I'm finally back home, and it's 11 p.m. But the work is not done because we've also got some orders to pack, which is a good thing because um, I love packing orders for you guys. Um, so I'm in the warehouse, aka my garage. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've got like four orders to pack, so we're gonna pack those and then at some point hopefully get to bed. And yeah, there's only like two days left to ship stuff before Christmas, so um, I try to get stuff as soon as possible um, because, you know, I don't want stuff to get delayed in the post, so um, yeah, we're just gonna go pack those. Okay guys, so it's Monday morning. Uh, forgive my like bed head and all that, because I just got out of bed. Uh, so I'd probably look bad, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. So, um, oh, I'm kind of tired as well, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> that's why we do this walk, you know, to wake up. Um, so I got back last night, and to my surprise, there was like a massive stack of boxes in the living room, like an absolute skyscraper. Um, you know, and my dad said, like, yesterday in the day, like, when the postman comes, like, what the fuck is this, you know? <laughs> so it turns out uh, the scales finally came. So if you guys don't know, uh, back when I launched the Fragrance Foundry uh, a couple of months ago, I, um, well, a few a month before that, I actually ordered a load of scales. So these are like Fragrance Foundry branded perfumery scales. Um, and these are like that kind of budget scale that everyone buys on Amazon, right? So obviously, so I used to sell those for a bit. 
I thought we'd start selling those again. Because, um, you know, like, realistically, this is what most people use for their perfumery. Like, they're not the highest quality, but they're, like, they're good. Like, they do everything, you know. They get the job done. Um, let's say they're, like, the they're like the off-brand version, right, of the, of, like, the, I don't know. Let's say in lab scales, you've got, like, a professional lab scale, right? And you've got, like, the kind of reliable, like, you've got, like, the European brands who make, like, um... I don't know, like, companies have been doing this for, like, a long time, you know, who have good warranties. But they're kind of expensive. They're about, like, 300 quid for a scale. Then, on the other hand, you have the Chinese scales, which most people buy on Amazon for their perfumery. And those work fine. Um, they're just kind of, you know, like, a product made with slightly lower quality, like, components and stuff like that. Let's say they're a bit, like, bulkier, you know, a bit clunkier. But, you know, they work fine. So, you know, and they're probably a bit less accurate as well. I don't believe that the actual numbers that the manufacturers say are like technically as good but you know i mean for perfumery the actual precision that you need they do the job so i thought we'd give people a range of scales in the fragrance foundry so they can choose something for like their budget and their requirements um so i went and ordered a load of these scales with the fragrance foundry branding yeah so realistically these are what most people are going to be buying for their perfumery scales so anyway um, i ordered these in october and they came well i got them sent by sea freight from china so it took them like two and a half months to get here. So they finally got here, what was it, December the 18th. Okay. I honestly thought they were gonna get here early December. I didn't realize they were gonna take quite so long. So I, um, so some people, you know, have been messaging me waiting for these scales. So now, today, in the next few hours, here's the thing, right? The, the last posting date for Christmas postage is Wednesday morning. And that means that I need to get, I need to firstly open these all up, test them out and check they're all good, um, which I'm sure they will be, but you know, just double check. Um, take product photos, list them on the online store, add in the stock. I've got some other photos to do of other things as well. I've got to hope, I want to do that in the next few hours and write a mailing list thing. So anyone who is waiting for one of those scales um, has a chance to actually order it and get it before Christmas if they wanted that. And then when we were with Harry the other day at his perfumery, so Harry's actually who I'm going to be doing the collaboration with to do the starter kits uh, for the fragrance foundry. So I'm going to be doing some videos hopefully with these starter kits. Essentially I picked a load of raw materials which I thought would be good for like beginner and perfumery and to make like a good value starter kit. Actually I'll show you guys unboxing that a bit later on. Um, so we got like the first prototype version. I'm also going to list those on the store because he told me that so while they're not quite ready yet again these were meant to be launched like honestly like a year ago but most recently they were meant to be launched like at the start of December because again so people could get them if they wanted for Christmas so what I'm going to do is take some photos of those as well list them so if anyone's like wanting their perfume restarter kit before Christmas um he told me he could like ship some maybe like up to five tomorrow so so yeah that's positive it just means i need to do all this stuff this morning before it gets too late um so people actually have a chance if they, if they need this stuff for christmas which is fine so yeah and then there's a pop-up ride next thing so how did it go so i was there what was last week one week i was there three days out of seven um so i'm gonna i'll try to put the numbers for you guys on the screen i don't know if i'll put that now or maybe i'll do it later on in the video i need to go back to my desk and actually work out the numbers um, but from my kind of memory, which may be a bit slightly corrupted, I think I spent about 200 pounds on the shelf. Um, I'll convert this into dollars for you guys as well, so you understand what's going on. Um, about 200 pounds on the shelf. And then I think, I don't know how much the products cost that I sold, to be honest. But let's estimate it as about like 50 pounds or something like that. Um, and then I had to buy train tickets to get into London, which cost about 60. And then also, okay, well, let's just talk about that, right? So that's about 300 pounds. And I think I made about 300 pounds. So probably, realistically, we like broke even 
And now that's technically a loss, right? Because I had to buy like food out that I wouldn't have normally got. So that was more expensive. And I had to spend all the time. So like I waste, well, I didn't waste because like I did chat to people and meet people, which was nice, right? And maybe, you never know, maybe there's some like fans of the brand now who weren't fans before. Uh, maybe some people who found out about it and stuff like that. And I also learned a lot. Um, so, yeah, but the thing is, like, I still like spent like about four days, which I could have been doing other stuff in the business, uh, which could have actually been like, let's say more profitable in the long term. So I, I would say like in real time, like financially, if you just look at the accounts, it's probably like about break even. However, if you look holistically, it's probably technically a loss, but then that loss is like technically hard to quantify because, you know, maybe in the long term, the wealth that I gained from that experience is more. Because, um, you know, I can share this experience with you guys, for example. Um, and then I'll put this video up. Maybe this video will, like, blow up and get a million views. And then I'll have ad revenue on that and make, like, a thousand pounds from it. So, you know what I mean? Like, I probably won't, but <laughs> you get the point I'm saying. It's like, you never know exactly. So let's just say I broke even because that's probably the most realistic kind of rough thing. So what did I learn? Well, I learned that... So actually, I think this pop-up thing was more kind of potential success in the market thing I was doing the other years. Um, or maybe it's not being a pop-up, but it's actually being in London because I found that in London, the kind of customers or people who are walking around were like more kind of like interested in perfume and the stall than the people outside of London in general, who are, I think generally looking for like cheaper like bric-a-brac and like strawberries punnets and things like that. Um, so I found like London was good, but where I was in London, I don't think it was the right location because it was in the city of London. So if you guys don't know much about London, the city of London is like where it's a lot kind of like let's say the financial districts or one of the financial districts. So you have a lot of like lawyers and bankers and people, that kind of thing, working their office jobs. So I did make like some sales to those kind of people. So the other people coming in on their lunch breaks really, that was like the whole customers. Um, you know, and they were looking for Christmas gifts and stuff and they had the money, which is all good and fine. Um, the problem is it was like only really some people like that um, wandering in on their lunch break. It wasn't like, I think, there wasn't that many people, right? Like the footfall was pretty low overall. And well, I guess it's hard to say like who should be the right customer for my brand, right? Um, but I felt like um, at least it was quiet. Like, so I think a location with a lot more people. Um, and I think like the kind of people that be interested, especially in like all the fantasy stories of my perfume, maybe doesn't quite like match that audience. So I think I need to find a better location. Cause I was thinking, you know, like, I broke even with a, a small number of people, let's honestly, let's say. Um, I feel like, you know, if I was at a location with like two to five times the amount of like football, so let's say it wasn't actually quiet, but it was busy. Um, I feel like, you know, I could have sold a lot more. Now, the other thing is on the days that I wasn't at the store, I sold absolutely nothing apart from, I think, one day, on Tuesday or Wednesday, some woman who was working there, so one of the staff actually liked uh, one of the perfumes so much, I think that was by virtue of sunbeams, that she decided to just get one for herself. If you guys can't really see this, I can't flip my camera around on the phone, but there is a deer right behind, crashing through the bracken, the undergrowth. There's a lot of deer around here, not me, actually. Anyway, oh, there's a muddy bit as well. Look at this. Gotta navigate this in my trainers. Yeah, so anyway, the point I was making was that overall, um, oh, one sec, there's like thorns and stinging nails. Okay. Overall, um, I basically had to be there to make sales. So I'm thinking like, if I was there all the time in the future in a good location with a lot of people, I reckon I can actually get a decent amount of sales. Because when I chat to people and I explain the brand, they're like, oh wow, this is really cool. But you know, like, you know, they like my story and that kind of stuff. But 
when I'm when the shelf is just there, it just looks like some bottles of perfume. So that says, as I said to you, thanks. Firstly, I should be there with this kind of thing. Secondly, maybe my point of sale or POS stand is a bit shit. Maybe it needs to look a bit better than just some bottles of perfume and some boxes of perfume on the table. Maybe I need more like, do you know what I mean? Like printed stuff, like some display signs and graphics. Cause I think my perfume is very visual, right? It's all about those stories and the artwork. So I think maybe I need some kind of like, you know, display stand with all the notes with like all the full color artwork. So people actually understand a bit more the concept of the perfume. I don't know, it's just some ideas. So yeah, I think we learned quite a bit. Um, Maybe next year I'll do something similar. I don't know, I'll have to work it out. I think what I need to look at is look, kind of wait until I find something in the right location and then do it uh, rather than just decide I'm gonna do something and take wherever, you know? And then actually spend a lot of time like promoting it a bit more because I feel like realistically speaking, um, a lot of the people I chatted to were actually some of you guys who came in. I mean, obviously there was, there was kind of a mixture. It was like the lunch break finance people um, you know, who are looking for Christmas presents. And then it was uh, then it was a couple of you guys who actually came in as well to chat, which is also quite nice because it was nice to chat to someone as opposed to standing in an empty store all day. I'm going through a thingy again. Quite muddy. Um, one sec. So yeah, anyway, another reason that I wanted to make this video was because at the start, I didn't actually know what was going to happen. So it would be quite fun for you guys. But I know a lot of you guys want to start your own perfume brands, right? Um, and I know there's this... A lot of people, like a lot of you guys want to make perfume for fun, but a lot of you guys also want to make your own brand and you're thinking, oh, maybe one day I can make some money off of this. Um, I think it's really easy to think of perfumery that you can start a perfume brand and just get minted and make a load of money, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Like, um, realistically, most perfume brands lose loads of money. Um, so I thought I would take you guys with me to kind of show you what it's like. Well, it's going to be different every situation for every person, right? But... I thought I would show you like what my experience was like this week. So you can kind of see, you know, I basically, I wouldn't say wasted a whole week, but I spent a whole week to kind of make no money, essentially just like recoup some of the money I had, like break even. So it's not all smooth sailing, right? It's like, you know, and I'm fucking shattered as well. I'm completely tired out and after that week. I was like not as healthy, I ate like unhealthier food. I felt like a bit like more like trash now um, than I did before. Um, there was a load of good stuff, don't get me wrong. Like, there were some highlights, like, especially, like, I think meeting some of you guys who came in was super nice. It was nice to chat to you guys. Um, and, like, when I, the thing that was really great about this is, and I had this in markets as well in the past, but when you're selling perfume online, um, you know, sometimes you get an nice review or something, but you don't really see it when people get the product. But when you're in person, you know, when someone gets a perfume, they pick it up and they spray it on and they're like, oh my God, wow, this is incredible. Like I haven't smelled anything like this ever. And then they hear the story and they're like, wow, this is so cool. And then they look at the price and it's like, oh wow, this is actually like good value as well. Because you know, I don't try to charge too much for perfume, right? And you just see the customer and you see this like little, their face light up like a Christmas tree. And it's just so nice, you know, to see that in person and to get all that kind of in-person feedback. So yeah, that's something that's really nice about doing the store. But anyway, so I'm now walking back home. Morning walk is going well. Feel better already. Um, feel less tired than I did. Yeah, so time to take product photos, list of scales. I don't know how long this video is gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like 10 minutes, but it might be like an hour now. But then maybe if I release that as like a Christmas video, maybe, maybe you guys can enjoy that. So I don't know, we'll see.
Right, so I just unboxed the first scale, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. They were packaged really nicely. Um, the scale worked absolutely fine, and it was nice, you know, like it was actually nicer than the ones I was getting in before. So, scales are a win. Uh, so next we're gonna unbox the stuff that Harry sent me. So I've been working on this starter kit with Harry, right? And we're gonna I'm gonna release that well, hopefully today, but it's gonna be properly released, I guess, in January. But um I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through the box that he sent me. So this is like the prototype version of the kit, and I'm gonna go through all the raw materials quick and well, I'll show you what you guys kind of you know, if any of you wanna get this starter kit, for example, uh what you can expect. So yeah, let's go. Right, so I'm gonna have to do this with one hand, so it's not gonna be ideal because I'm holding the phone. So we've got vanillin, which is good because you know, <laughs> not classified as a drug. You have to put that kind of stuff on, I think, when you're shipping stuff internationally, because uh, you know you don't want customs to get the wrong idea. So um, and the, so look, I mean the labels might change at some point, but you know, I mean the most important thing is raw materials, right? So we've got a little fragrance foundry logo on there, which is very nice. Um, so vanillin, absolutely key, right? It's very, <laughs> just one of the most important raw materials probably. Um, what else have we got? So this is some labdanum resinoid. And we're kind of unsure about to put absolute or resinoid in the kit, but they both function pretty similar. So, you know, we're kind of thinking like, it's not the end of the world because you both use them pretty much similar way anyway. This is a little sample of um, Harry's, I believe it's Harry's Gardenia Accord. So Harry's, uh, he makes his own bases, which you can buy on his store. Um, and what we thought we'd do with this kit is add a little sample of his Gardenia base, which is really lovely. Um, it helps it helps him because he promotes his bases. And I think it's great for the kit because I convinced him to offer his formula for the base with the kit which is actually awesome i mean you know like harry could have sold that for loads so that's really nice because it means when you get the kit you have like a formula for honestly a really nice floral base to go along with it um, which is absolutely fantastic so that's a big win for the kit right so we have bergamot fcf so if you guys don't know bergamot is ifra restricted so you want to get a furocumarin free version and this is like, well, it's just safer, basically. It's a, and also it's a higher limit on the IFRA, so you can use more of it. So we've got that, which is, again, it's like one of the most famous top notes in perfumery, right? So obviously super useful to have in a beginner's kit. Cassis Base. Now this one isn't, um, you know, it's not quite as like canonical, but I feel like everyone who smells Cassis Base, including myself, thinks like this stuff smells so good. And this is like, I'd say it's most perfumes like go to tropical note. So if you ever want to make a tropical perfume, having the cassis base in the kit is I think really nice. Okay, so also it's kind of fun like unboxing all this stuff. You know, whenever you get a box from Harry, it's always like it's like playing lucky dip or something. Right, let's have a look in here. Okay. I feel like I'm not meant to open it like that, but yep. Right, so next we have lemon essential oil. So lemon oil is very important. Again, in perfumery, it's just like a, a very good top note that can work on a lot of fragrances. Got pure eugenol. So eugenol is very useful for a lot of things. Um, it's firstly like a canonical spicy note. So if you're making a spicy perfume, you might put in quite a bit of this. Um, but it's, I put it in my Christmas video, right? Uh, which I did last week, because it's very Christmassy. It smells of clothes. Um, but it can also be used in a lot of other things, right? It can be used in certain floral accords, like carnations. It can be used in a banana accord. 
And anytime you're looking for a warm, woody, spicy note in your fragrance. But next we have lavender essential oil. So again, lavender, completely classic perfumery ingredient, nice high quality lavender oil, and this one can be used, well, all lavenders can be used in fougere. So that's one of the main reasons for having it in the kit, because you'll be able to make a fougere record with the kit. Right, so next we have coumarin. Again, it's something you can use in fougeres. It's actually an important part of those. You can also use it to make that Mexican vanilla accord. Um, and it's just this nice kind of sweet note. So if you're making gourmand perfume, it can be quite useful. Any kind of like tobacco perfumes or that kind of thing. Next then we have patchouli. So, you know, patchouli again, it's something that's it's like one of the classic naturals that's used in like loads of perfumes. If you want to make a patchouli perfume, you can. You can use it really just as in trace amounts in most perfumes to often have nice effects in the base notes. It's also, if you want to make a kind of classic gourmand thing like the angel perfume, you can use it with ethyl maltol, which is also in the kit. So that's very nice. Next then we have anisaldehyde. So this, I think is a lovely raw material. It's basically kind of like a cherry, um, it's like a sweet fruity cherry raw material. I mean, it's quite powerful. Um, it's just nice, you know, it's it's something I think I think is good for beginners because it's a really nice smell and it's just useful if you want to make anything like a fruity kind of perfume, heliotrope kind of smell, cherry kind of smell, um, any kind of fruity floral thing. I just thought it was a good pick. Right, so next we have Ambrofix, aka Ambroxan. So this is, you know, something a lot of people are interested in. Obviously, this is very useful all the time, used in most perfumes i think i've got it in all of the perfumes for my brand right i mean it's just one of those indispensable raw materials right so yeah obviously we've got to have ambroxan so yeah there's actually quite a lot of stuff in here so there's 30 raw materials plus the extra one you know that free the gardenia sample which is nice so next we have ethylene brassolate probably the most useful i would say or most like you know it's like the the most widely used, let's say, or most generally applicable musk. It's just right in the middle. It's like soft, it's sweet, it's a little bit powdery, and it's just a little bit of everything. I feel like it just sits in the middle. It's like that musk that you can use in all situations. It's also a really good value. So it's kind of great. Next, we have Aquanal, which is just another name for Helianal. So this is um, a really good aquatic note. So if you're making any kind of blue or aquatic fragrance, this can be good, but it can also just add a fresh note to other fragrances. So even like a citrus clone or a floral fragrance, Helenal, aka Aquanal, is excellent. I didn't, I thought this would be better to have than Calone in the kit because Calone is if you want a really like aquatic-y blue fragrance, but it's way stronger and it's like less versatile. Whereas Aquanal, Helenal, you can use everywhere. So next we've got Orantial. Now this is very important if you're looking to make a cologne. So again, I'm trying to make it so this kit, there's actually a lot of stuff you can do with it. So that'll be useful for that. That blend well with citrus oils, but also if you want to make an orange flower cord, so that's very useful. All right, so next we have ethyl maltol. So like I was saying, um, you can use this with, well, anytime you want to make a gourmand perfume really, or any sweet note in the base, you can use this for loads of things like fruity notes. You can use it for gourmand notes, caramel notes, toffee notes. Uh, you can use it with patchouli to make that classic gourmand perfume. Again, it's something to use all the time. Very, very useful. So next we have galaxolide. Now this is, you know, I can really not include galaxolide in the kit. It's just one of those really famous, widely used musks. It's used all the time in the industry. I don't use it so much myself, but um, it's important in a garage accord. Um, so I, again, I wanted you to be able to do something like that with the kit. 
Um, and it, yeah, it's probably the mo one of the most popular masks. So I thought, you know, in a beginner's kit, you should have that because it's important. Next, we have VersoFix. Now, I would say this is like your your go-to kind of cedar woody, clean cedar woody note. Again, this is used all the time and just very useful. Like if you want to make any kind of woody perfume, really, like this is probably something you're going to want to have. So what have we got here? We've got Muscanone. So I thought we'd have another musk and Muscanone is a, a very nice musk. Um, this is like more of a powdery kind of, and a little bit more animalic musk. Um, so, you know, this is one Harry thought would be good for the kit. So I thought, why not? Why not use Muscanone? I mean, there's so many musks you can use and you're going to get more as a perfumer, right? So I thought it'd be good to have something else to go along with the ethylene bracelet. So we got Muscanone. So next we have Hedione. So, you know, you guys have probably heard of this, like maybe the most famous perfumery molecule apart from like ISOE Supra and Broxan, but I mean, this one, you know, used all the time in almost every perfume, very important. Um, you know, I, I, how could we do the beginner's kit without Hedione? But next we have Methyl Ionone Gamma, AKA Alpha Isomethyl Ionone. And this is again used in the Grosjean Accord. So this will go with that uh, Galaxolide Hedione ICV Super to make that. So you can make that with the kit, which is very nice. So this kit is going to be like sub 200 pounds. That's the idea. I just want it to be like good value. So you basically get a lot of stuff. It's just the exact right stuff to make a lot of stuff out of it. And the idea is it's enough stuff so you can actually make stuff. But it's so much stuff that you're overwhelmed. Right, so next we have benzyl salicylate. Uh, this one, you know what, this is probably, I don't know. I mean, this isn't strictly necessary, but it's very useful for creating like floral accords and you know, floral perfumes, and it can be used in a lot of places. It works nicely with jasmine, so I just thought it'd be good. Um, this one, Florosa, aka floral, absolutely amazing. I love using this stuff. Um, yeah, this stuff is just kind of like, I would say the Lily version of Hedione. It, it's, it's just a clean, fresh molecule that helps lift your fragrances up, and it's very useful. I use it all the time. It's also used a lot in commercial fragrances, so it's not just, you know, something I made up. Right, so we're getting to the bottom now. Right, so next we have Rose Essence. So I thought, let's do a rose base, because there wasn't enough space in the kit to put all the stuff to make your own rose accord. And I feel like that's a bit more advanced. The complete beginner might be a bit boring, because all those things, they're not that useful all the time. But a rose, I thought, you know, rose is such a classical, um, you know, traditional note in perfumery. Like, what would a beginner's kit be without some kind of rose note? So I thought we'd include a rose base. I thought the rose essence base, that's one that Harry stocks, and it's very nice. So I thought, why don't we include that in the kit? So it just means that now you've got like a, well, you've got quite a lot of notes. Like, if you want to go in a floral direction, you've got that Orantial for an orange blossom. You've got the rose base. You've got the gardenia base, the free one. Um, so, yeah, it's nice. And we've got orange oil, so again, just like lemon and bergamot, that kind of completes your citrus oils. So, you know, just the really basic kind of important things. Then here we've got dihydromercenol. Now, I think this is like one of the most really important ingredients because this is like, it's just like changed perfumery, right? Like all those 90s fragrances, those aquatic fragrances, this is like the thing, aside from maybe Cologne, that makes them what they are. And I also think this is really important as a beginner to have because I think when you smell this and you smell other perfumes, you smell that smell in them, and it makes you think, wow, using something like this, I could actually make a real perfume that smells legit. Because um, I think you smell stuff in the shop as a beginner and you think, how could I ever make something like that? And especially when you try your first blend, it's easy to get disheartened. So I think having dihydromersonol, some people love it, some people hate it, but at least knowing what that smell is, 
Um, I think it's very important and it is useful. Um, I think the beginner can make a lot of nice little balloon star perfumes or things out of them. So yeah, getting a lot of bottles here. Pretty good stuff. Well, I hope so. I mean, I did think about the stuff to put in it quite a lot. All right, so next we have Aisui, super absolute classic. Um, how could we have not have that? Very useful all the time. Um, next we have Veratraldehyde. Now, this is just something I quite like. I mean, you could argue this wasn't necessary, but it's like a kind of, I don't know, it's like a nice kind of sweet, like slightly cherry vanilla note. Last a long time, you know, it's nice to construct some base notes out of. Um, yeah, I just thought given the stuff that we've got in kit already, you know, I thought this could be something that goes nicely with like the, if you want to make the kind of that sweeter fruity floral, I don't know, I thought this would be nice to have. So next we have Aldehyde C18. Um, this is like a nice coconutty note. So yeah, again, it's just like, it's a nice classic note that you can do a lot of stuff with. Um, and I think it would just allow some people to get kind of perfumes that they like. I mean, if you like a sweeter fruity direction, um, you know, like a beach fragrance, this is the thing in the kit that helps you do that. And then we've got Veramos, very important. Um, this is like gonna be the oak moss substitute. So this will help you make the fougere. Um, and yeah, obviously we can, we had to have either oak moss or Veramos, but I think because Veramos is like the modern clean single molecule version, um, I don't think it was necessary strictly to have oak moss in the kit. Um, so I thought, you know what, Veramos is fine. Because, um, you know, it's not restricted, so, or it's less restricted. So anyway. so anyway, that is the kit. So yeah, we have like, let's count these quick. Um, there's a lot of stuff, right? Okay, so I just remembered, we're missing amyl salicylate. So that's something again that's useful in fougeres. I think Harry's a bit low on stock when he gave me the kit, which is fine. So yeah, there will also be amyl salicylate in the kit. So it's 30 things, add the little free gardenia sample. So yeah, I'm gonna make some videos at some point where I actually gonna use that kit to make some stuff. I wanted to kind of walk you guys through like the, you know, the beginner thing and you know, how what to do. So it helps you if you're a beginner, um, you know, you can follow along that kind of thing. So that's coming up in the future. Um, but for now, yeah, let's go, go take some product photos. Right, so it's 7.15 in the evening and yeah, we did the photos, put all the product listings, you know, like weighed the products, put the photos online, photoshopped them. Um, what else? Like put the, you know, just did their product descriptions. Got it all set up on the store, the bundles, things like that. That was good. Um, and then I sent an email on the mailing list to let people know about the new stuff. Uh, sorry if I'm like, I'm just like tired by the way, so. My speech is probably not that like um, uh, emotional, emotive, whatever the word is. Um, so what happened? Yeah, we uh, did an email, which is uh, to let people know about the new products. Um, that was about, when was that? <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. That was like an hour and a half ago. Um, and then, 
Oh, and then I had like loads of stuff to do upstairs. Like I had to do like some washing up, um, take out the bins, do some hoovering for my dad, like help him set up the Christmas tree, all that kind of thing. Um, you know, uh, my grandma with some stuff because she's still ill, so I needed to get some, make her some food and like teas and stuff, which is all good. Anyway, so the good news is two people already bought a scale and a starter kit. So that's cool. Like, thank you guys. Um, and, and then what? So now I need to get, well, I'm gonna go to boxing because I just need to do something healthy, you know? <laughs> I need to like, I need to like turn my mushy brain into like something that can fix straight again. Um, Cause I'm really tired, um, but this should like help me out. So I'm gonna go to boxing. It's just a workout. Um, then I need to go buy food on the way home, I think, cause I don't have any food. Um, and then when I get back, have a food, have a shower and then pack the orders because I've now got like, well, someone ordered some Hedion the other day and then now I've got to pack a couple of scales, which is good to make sure they're in the post for tomorrow so they get there as soon as possible. Um, yeah, I'll probably be like less dazed. I normally have this like afternoon crash from like, it depends on my on my wake up time, but it's somewhere between like 4 and 7 p.m. usually where I'm just like really like headachey and well, I don't know, I'm just like a bit of a zombie. So that's, yeah, that's right now. Okay, as predicted after boxing, I feel way fucking better, uh, which is good. Got some dinner. Uh, only slight problem is I now have to have a shower and our shower is always really fucking cold. I don't know why, it's just a shit shower. <laughs> it's always like freezing, so we'll do that. It's kind of good because it wakes you up a bit, but... Um, um, and then I'm gonna put the dinner in and have a shower. And then I'm gonna pack these orders. So yeah, let's look, man, I'm excited to pack these scales. It's gonna be like the first time we pack one of these scales. It's gonna be so cool. So I'm excited, man. Right then, so here we go. So someone's got a scale um, and a pack of bottles, a spatula. Someone else has got a scale. And someone's got 100 grams of Hedion with some nice little dilution labels. Check it out. So yeah, cool. That's it.